Good morning, everyone. Um, it's ano no, it's very unique no yung times na to. Um, we have experienced a lot um, during this pandemic. Um, ngayon it's my first time to do this. Na I'll be preaching. No, may nakagather sa church. Tapos may mga attendee din tayo sa Facebook Live. And I'm just here sa bahay, no, isolating myself just for safety purposes. So, nevertheless. Um, we cannot, you know, the word of God, the word of God is not isolated. The word of God is not quarantined, no? Despite na naka-isolate ako. So we still believe in the power of the Holy Spirit to work within us as we preach the word. And um, although, no, we are still praying because this is not the norm. No, one day, of course, no, Lord willing, we can be together, no? I'll be preaching physically in front of you. So... We are on a breaker series, katatapos lang natin ng Book of Lamentations last week. And next week, we will be starting um, in the Book of Exodus. No, It is entitled Delivered and Distinct. So it is a very good book where we would see how the Lord fulfilled His promise no, through Abraham, through the people of Israel. So magsisimula yan next week and we're excited to have Kuya Roseman to be our speaker physically no jan sa of course sa Vito Cruz sa ACCM sa University Mall. So ngayon as we have this Baker series, I'll be preaching in the book of Obadiah, no? So sino dito sa atin first time makapakinig no ng preaching ng Obadiah? Kasi ako mismo first time ko lang din siya na pag-aralan when I prepared for this. So right now let's just open our Bibles in Obadiah. Um chapter isang chapter lang sa no verse 1 to 21. So Obadiah is between the book of Amos and the book of Jonah in the Old Testament. I'll be reading from English Standard Version. So Obadiah 1, 1 to 21. The vision of Obadiah. Thus says the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a report from the Lord, and the messenger has been sent among the nations. Rise up, let us rise against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who live in the cliffs of the rock, in your lofty dwelling, who you say in your heart, who will bring me down to the ground, though your soar aloft like the eagle, though your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. Verse 5, if thieves came to you, if plunderers came by night, how you have been destroyed, would they not steal only enough for themselves? If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? How Esau has been pillaged, his treasures sought out. All your allies have been driven to you, your border. Those at peace with you have deceived you. They have prevailed against you. Those who eat your bread have a trap beneath, beneath you. You have no understanding. Will I not on that day, declares the Lord, destroy the wise men of Edom and understanding out of Mount Esau? And your mighty men shall be dismayed, O Timan, so that every man from Mount Esau will be cut off by slaughter. Because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, shame shall cover you and you shall be cut off forever. On the day you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. But do not gloat over the day of your brother in the day of his misfortune. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their ruin. Do not boast in the day of distress. Do not enter the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Do not gloat over his disaster in the day of his calamity. Do not loot his wealth in the day of his calamity. Do not stand at the crossroads to cut off his fugitives. Do not hand over his survivors in the day of distress. Verse 15. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain... So all the nations shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow and shall be as though they had never been. But in Mount Zion, 
there shall be those who escape, that it shall be holy. And the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau stumble. They shall burn them and consume them, and there shall be no survivor for the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. Verse 19, those of the Negev shall possess Mount Esau, and those of the Shephelah shall possess the land of the Philistines. They shall possess the land of Ephraim, and the land of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. The exiles of this host of the Canaanites, as far as Zarephath, and the exiles of Jerusalem who are in Separad, shall possess the cities of the Negev, and Savior shall go up to Mount Zion to rule Mount Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Let's come to the Lord with um, prayer. Our loving, gracious God, sovereign, merciful, holy, eternal God, maraming salamat, Lord, sa time na to for extending your grace, your means of grace with us, for this technology, again, that we can still gather um, through physically and on-site, online, Panginoon. Salamat na your word will not be isolated or quarantined. Rather, it will continue to serve its purpose, Panginoon. Lord, may we have our time. Um, meaningful today, even as I preach, Lord, um, through the screens, wherever they are, to those who are attending um, sa Facebook Live or andon sa church uh, venue, Panginoon, salamat that let your word um, do its purpose. Let it minister through the power of the Holy Spirit. God, we just want to give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, no, um, as we start, Alam natin lahat na yung word na pride is something that is really dangerous sa buhay ng isang tao. No? Alam natin, all of us are aware of this, that pride is really dangerous. No? And to just give you some examples, kung paano natin nakikita yung pagiging prideful ng isang tao, no? in all cases. Yung iba sa atin, maybe experience, you know, achievements, um, naka naka-experience tayo ng mga highs no? and ups sa buhay natin. And there were times na we are incorporating to ourselves na nakamit natin yung achievement, yung success because of our own effort. Because magaling tayo, kasi nagporsige tayo, kasi tayo naghirap. No? Without realizing it, that everything comes from the Lord. So the moment we took you know, that glory, we took that um, honor. We took that um, yung supposed to be kay Lord. Kinuha natin sa sarili natin. You know? That's pride. Or we might be in a situation na sobrang lugmok tayo, nasa baba tayo, um, marami tayong pinagdadaan ng problema. Pero, andun pa rin tayo sa point ng heart natin na we don't want to be helped by other people. Andun tayo sa point na Ayaw nating sabihin sa iba, ayaw nating i-share kasi feeling natin sufficient naman tayo, kaya ko to. Ayaw nating may maki, may makihati sa burden natin. That's also an example of pride, no? We don't want others to see us the weak na um walang wala. That's why we don't want to share to other people. That's a sign of pride. Or maybe nagkaroon tayo ng kagalit, ng kaaway. Um, someone is, or someone wants to have that reconciliation with us. Pero, alam natin sa sarili natin na ayaw pa din natin. No? Kasi yung ego natin na natamaan, ayaw natin makipagbate kasi feeling natin wala tayong kasalanan. No? So those are just common scenarios where we would see no? pride is really eating us inside of us. And alam natin sa sarili natin na hindi siya kagandahan hindi siya advantage and rather it's a dangerous thing sa buhay ng isang tao. Same is true with our passage today. You know, we will be discovering or exploring how pride no, of a certain nation called the Edomites was ruined themselves because of their pride. So, to better understand the context of Obadiah, no, um, 
let's just have a short um, Bible history. So let's start with Abraham. Now, si Abraham, binigyan sa ni Lord ng, ng promise. Makikita natin sa Genesis 12. No? So Abraham and Sarah has a son. No? So ang anak ni, uh, ni Abraham at ni Sarah, of course, si Isaac. Si Isaac, nakaroon siya ng wife. Yung wife na is si Rebecca. No? And nakaroon sila ng twin na anak. No? Namely, si Esau as the older and Jacob. So yung Edomites na ina-address dito sa Obadiah, are basically the descendants of Esau, no? So of course um Israel Jacob was named after no as Israel. So kumbaga ito yung descendants no ni Jacob which is the Israel and Esau the descendants are the Edomites. So Esau's name uh, means hairy because he was like a hairy cloak, no mabalbon. And he was also called Edom meaning red owing to the sale of his birthright in exchange for some red stew. So alam natin no, yung story ni Jacob and ni, ni Esau. Na at one point, um, parang give up na yung birthright na just for a bowl of stew no, sa kay Jacob. And another one na story na sobrang ikinagalit ni Esau is when Jacob stole his birthright. No? Or stole his blessing rather from his father. When their father Isaac is about to die, no, so he was instructed by his father na um kailangan siya magserve no, na isang wild game para sa papa niya sa kay Isaac para ibigay yung blessing. Pero you know, in God's providence, no, in God's sovereignty, napunta yung blessing kay Jacob and kay Esau wala. So ganun yung background story. Bakit na yung mga Edomites, no? sobrang galit din sila sa mga Israelites or sa mga taga-Judah. So the prophecy of Obadiah, presumably may dalawang, um, ano, no? may dalawang um, nag-presume kung ano yung, sa, kailan siya nangyari. Number one, presumably nangyari siya after the invasions ng Philistines and Arabians sometime 840 BC. Pero bisa story or mabasa natin dito sa Obadiah, it's most likely written sometime after the fall of Jerusalem to Babylonians in 586 BC. Okay? So Obadiah condemned the Edomites because they attacked the Judeans during the crisis rather than assisting them. So based binasa natin kanina, nakita natin no, na instead that they are to help no, the descendants of the, the father or the brother of their uh, ancestor Esau, instead na matumulong, di ba? parang inatak pa nila. So like the Edomites, we would catch ourselves in pride and even attacking other people, no? our brothers and sisters, the church, or maybe our neighbors or anyone else. Maybe some people are in crisis, no? some people are, are in disgrace. Ano kaya yung naging response natin? Tumulong ba tayo in their challenges? Or tumulong tayo na mas lalo silang malugmok sa kanilang kinakatayuan? So this morning, I want you to be convicted with the right attitude, especially how to humble ourselves before a holy and just God. So let's see how pride can ruin someone li- someone's lives. So today let's divide our time into two parts, no? So the first part is the warning, the judgment of God to Edom, and the second part is how God, no, um restore his chosen people. So dito natin makita na sa pagsinong sinulat ni Obadiah, no, yung prophetic word na to, yung vision na to. It is to warn Edom of their imminent judgment at the same time to reassure God's people of his triumphant justice at work for them. So Edom prospered while Judah lay defeated. No? Edom, um, is, um, there is a moral order of the world is like nagkaiba, no? which nakita nga natin sa story ng, ng, ng Israelites no? during Babylonian captivity. But the prophet Obadiah was raised up no? with a message of God's sovereign justice in order to strengthen his people's wicked faith. So dalawang side ang makita natin, the Edomites and the Israelites, 
But at the end of this sermon, makikita natin that both needs to humble themselves before the Lord. So let's start with verse 1, no? Nakita dito. Um this is a vision of Obadiah, no? So kung titingnan natin, nothing is certain about the author. Kung titingnan niyo sa Bible, walang masyadong description kay Obadiah. But the name Obadiah means a servant of the Lord. And the word Obadiah occurs 20 times in the Old Testament, referring to many Old Testament individuals. So parang it's a common name, not that time. But one thing is certain and clear that the source of the vision or the message is very clear. It's from the Lord. No? Sabi nga, thus says the Lord concerning Obadiah. So the vision is really clear. It's from the Lord. Let's start with the crime no? na nakumit ng mga Edomites. Sa verse 10, no? verse 10 to 14, because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, Shame shall cover you, and you shall be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. No? So ngayon, just as Esau pursued Jacob, Edom did violence against Judah. So to further understand, explain ko kanina, mababasa niyo yung story sa Genesis 27 to 29, no? So instead of coming to the aid of their brother Jacob, the Edomites acted like the foreigner invaders, no? Like the Babylonians. Kasi sinabi niya dito, you were like one of them. So andun na sila, nakatayo, walang ginagawa, no? Wala silang response. Rather, kumbaga, hindi na sila nakialam na walang pakialam. Sumama sila no sa mga strangers na kumuha din ng mga gamit ng mga Israelites, ng mga taga-Juda. So dito natin nakita how God is seeing no the the unrighteousness na ginagawa ng mga Edomites, yung unfairness na ginagawa nila. It's not just about not doing something. At the same time, they're doing something bad, no? Against the Judah people. So you were like one of them, just like the strangers. So Abadiah rebukes the Edomites not only for actively doing wrong, but for failing to do something right. No, they failed to give military support to neighboring Jerusalem when it was wrongly attacked. Kasi wala silang kalaban-laban no, at this point. So supposedly, well, somehow they came from the same descendants. no? They came from Isaac, makapatid si Jacob at si Iso. But their descendants, well, possible, they're thinking na hindi. No? Kinuha ng forefather nyo yung blessing na supposed to be sa forefather namin. No? But nevertheless, they came from one no? ancestry. Um. So that's why Obadiah rebukes them. And in verses 12 to 14, sabi nga, but do not gloat over the day of your brother in the day of his misfortune. Dapat hindi sila dun mangunguha, no? Do not rejoice over the people of Judah. If you observe from verses 12 to 14, may apat or may walo na do not, no? Ito yung mga instructions, yung prohibitions na sinasabi, no? Na form of warning. Hindi sa past tense, verbal statement, rather, it's a form of warning with eight prohibitions. Do not gloat, do not boast, do not enter, do not gloat again, do not loot, do not stand, no? Do not hand over, do not rejoice. Ito yung instructions ni Lord, yung warning ng vision ni Obadiah to the Edomites. So ibig sabihin, Edom should stop It's anti-Judahite hostilities before it's too late. No? Somehow, there should be a reconciliation that is still valuable for them. Now, they should discontinue their enmity against God's people because the day of the Lord, no? universal judgment is near. Makikita natin sa following verses. 
There's a vision giving them the warning, do not do this. But well, but as they capture, you know, the survivors, no? The Israelite survivors, they surrender them to the Babylonian captivities or the Babylonian authorities. So nakita natin how, well, no? Kung gano din kasama yung ginawa nila, no? That the violent actions na ginawa ng Edomites towards the, the exiles of Israel under Babylonian captivity. So with the crime, they were judged. There is a judgment. No? Makita natin ngayon yan, balik tayo sa verse 1. So the vision of Abadiah, that says the Lord God concerning Edom, we have heard the report from the Lord, and a messenger has been sent among the nations. Rise up, let us rise against her for battle. Because of the violence na ginawa nila against Israel ng mga exiles, eto ngayon, yung judgment nila. God is trying or God is recruited, no? Recruiting the nations to rise against Edom. Well, Edom is, is just a small, as a small community, a small country, no? So God, through the prophet, Obadiah addressed Edom in this. Sabi niya sa verse 2, Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. So in here, makikita natin that Edom is insignificant among the nations. And in fact, they will be despised. They will be rejected. So just as Edom rejoices over Judah's a misfortune, no? they will also be, they will be mocked also by other nations, by the nations around them. And that's why makita natin, rise up, let us rise against her for the battle. So the messenger, the voice of the messenger is telling the nations, let's go against this nation. No? As form of God's judgments. So ngayon, the selfish motives of the enemies of Edom around them were divinely controlled by the Lord's messenger to serve his sovereign purpose. Wala. Babalik at babalik ka pa rin sa sovereign will. and purposes ng Lord that it is always for His glory. Nabasa natin kanina sa Romans chapter 11 that there will be remnants no, na magpapatuloy yung descendants papunta sa fulfillment ng promise ni God through Jesus Christ. No, from Genesis 3, papuntang Genesis 12. Ang sa maraming dumaan, gano'n man ka, 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 ka tigas ng ulo ng mga Israelites given The promise. Pero si Lord, no, preserved by grace, a remnant for Him. So in here, no, lahat ng um, ginamit ng Lord ang ibang nations to punish His own people, but at the same time, those who did injustices towards His people also will be punished, will be judged. Because God is a just God. He is a just God that He will not let sin unpunished. So ngayon, titignan natin, ano yung judgment ni Lord no, towards the Edomites? Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. In verse 3, the pride of your heart. Ngayon, specifically, in-address yung problema nila. No? Bakit sila naging violent? There's pride in them. The pride of your heart has deceived you. No? Kasi nga, nakikagalit nung forefather nila, yung forefather ng mga Israelites, si Jacob and Esau. So the pride, no? the pride of your heart has deceived you. You who live in the clefts of the rock, andun sila sa matataas, no? in the lofty dwelling. Wow. You, who you say in your heart, who will bring me down in the ground? So ngayon, No? Well, God is addressing the specific problem of Edom, which is pride. Ang tanong, bakit sila naging prideful? No? Bakit feeling nila walang makakapagpabagsak sa kanila? They would say, who will, who will bring me down in the ground? Kasi andun sila sa taas. Why? The Edomites dwell in the mountainous region with elevations up to 5,700 feet. Sobrang taas ang 5,700 feet, no? Above sea level. They have, they feel like superior, they feel like secure, 
no? Makita natin sa mga verses dyan. Though you soar aloof like the eagle. Di ba yung eagle sobrang taas ng lipad nun? Beyond sa pwedeng makita ng, ng eyes natin, no? Though your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. So, the Edomites have this sense of self-security. They have this sense of self-sufficiency. No? Nag-generate ng proud and false sense of security yung mga Edomites. Kaya, naging violent sila to the Israelites sa mga remaining ng exile. Well, wala namang kasing makakatalo sa kanila. Andito kami sa taas. We're secured. We're safe. Who can bring us down? Diba? Sa Ilonggo, katikalon, gitso ng mga Edomites. No? Um, sobrang yabang nila. They are on high. But remember, there is someone higher than the clouds. There is someone higher than, than the stars. And there is someone who created the stars. No, who created all these things? The rock that they are being secured, there is someone who made that. The God who made the heavens and the earth. That's why in verse 4, though you soar aloft like the eagle, though your nest is set among the stars. Rhetorical question to eh, yung sinabi nila na, who will bring me down to the ground? Normally, rhetorical question is not being answered. But in this passage, the Lord answered this rhetorical question. Anong sabi ni Lord? I will bring you down, declares the Lord. So this prideful and violent Edomites, nakita ngayon nila, yung katap- hindi nila katapat actually, no? si God. God said, I will bring you down. No, This is in contrast to Edom's own pride na no one can bring them down to the ground. So though their nest is set among the stars, no, like, kinumpere nga sa eagle, well, God is there. So the calamity against Edom, though brought about by the enemies, was truly God's judgment of their pride. God used even their enemies to bring them down as a way that God telling them, I can bring you down. Friends, truly, God opposes the proud and arrogant but gives grace to the humble. Makikita natin yan sa James 4, no? Verse 6. That's why, we have to be grounded all the time. No? Ako mismo, I have my own fair share of being prideful. That's why, isa yun sa mga bagay na kailangan nating make aware of ourselves. Kasi it's either be humble or to be humbled by God. Pili ka lang, no? To humble yourself is hard, but it's way better than to be humbled by God. Because when the Lord humbled us, sobrang sakit. Just see how the Edom was humbled by God. Or even how the Lord humbled Israelites. They was brought to exile, to captivity. Ngayon, part ng judgment ni God as they become prideful. Verse 5, If thieves came to you, if plunderers came by night, how you have been destroyed, would they not steal only enough for themselves? If grief gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? Okay, so nakita natin dito, this is part of God's divine judgments. The attackers, kung, kung lagyan natin isang word, no, may mga mag-a-attack sa kanila. So, normally, thieves and um, grape gatherers, pag may kukunin siya sila, may laging maiiwan. Diba? Sabi nga nang, may nakausap ako one time, no, yung mga nasunugang mga kaibigan natin dyan sa Vito Cruz. Sabi nila, mas mabuti pa daw manakawan ka kaysa sa masunugan. Kasi pag nasunugan ka, wala ka talagang, wala matitira sa'yo. Pero pag nanakawan ka, pwedeng nanakaw yung cellphone, yung laptop, yung kung anong gamit. Pero yung bahay, andun pa. No? So normally, yun yung ginamit na example dito. No? Thieves and grape gatherers. Yung mga grape gatherers naman, it's a common culture sa Israelites no? na pag meron silang, meron silang plantation, pag nag-harvest sila, 
laging may naiiwan para sa mga widows, sa mga poor, no? Para meron silang makuha. Pero dito ginamit ngayon, no? If thieves and grape gatherers, would they not leave gleanings? No? Do you think may iiwan sila? Or parang sunog lang na kukunin nila lahat sa'yo. And later, sa verse, makikita natin how they will be burnt out, ubos na ubos yung mga Edomites. So, all your allies have driven you to your brother to your border. Those at peace with you have deceived you. They have prevailed against you. Those who eat your bread have set a trap beneath you. You have no understanding. So, just as Edom acted as a thief to its own hidden treasures will be ransacked as well. Kung ganong ginawa nila with the Israelites when the strangers and foreigners are gloating with them, ngayon mangyayari din sa kanila. May mga conspirators, yung dati nilang allies which is at peace with them, yung mga kasama nila dati na kumakain, no? Those who bre- at your bread. Ngayon, will set a trap para sa kanila. At hindi yun nila makikita. They will be deceived and they will have no understanding. So just as Esau betrayed his own brother, no? His brother's descendants. So Edom's own allies will turn against him. So makita natin, no? Even those who benefited their prosperity, yung, maki, yung mga naki-enjoy sa kanilang um, mga prosperity, yung naki-enjoy sa kanilang mga resources, they will set a trap against them. So Babylon also, no? Yung Babylon na nag-captive no? sa mga Israelites will campaign against Edom and during Persian period kasi na-fall na, na din yung, yung Babylonian and they are under Persian, uh, Persian captivity as well. No? So during Persian period, their land was settled by the Nabataeans. So wala. No? Yung mga Edomites, naging, eg, naging captives din sila. Kinuha yung mga yung lahat ng meron sila ari-arian and resources nila by the Nabataeans. So, nakita natin yung crime na ginawa nila, yung warning, yung judgment ni Lord at nagpatuloy. Ito yung mas malala. Verse 8. Will I not on that day, declares the Lord, destroy the wise men of Edom and understanding out of Mount Esau, and your mighty men shall be dismayed, O Otiman, so that every man from Mount Esau will be cut off by slaughter. By the way, si Timano is the grandson of Esau. So makita natin dito how the Lord will judge them through their leaders. No, The wise men will be destroyed. Their mighty men will be dismayed. They will be cut off by slaughter. So the moment a group of people, a community of people, a nation will, do, will, have not, will not have leaders. Wala. No? Walang leadership, walang guidance, walang direction, walang maglilid. And I think that's grave for a certain group of people. No, will not on that day. So on that day, yung word na on that day is very important. No, It anticipates the day of the Lord. It anticipates the judgment day of the Lord. That on that day, kahit yung political smartness nila, yung military strength ng Edom cannot provide national security for its own people. Why? Because the one who is fighting over them or the one fighting against them is the Lord of hosts. No? The God of the heavens and the earth. So the day of the Lord is a term for events that especially vindicate God's character and purposes. Makita natin yung judgment ni God. No? The term can be used also in the near-term judgment of God's own people or nation that oppress them. So sa New Testament, yung, yung, yung the day of the Lord is called the judgment day. The return of the Lord Jesus Christ in glory, His second coming, and the judgment day. So Edom was known actually for his, for his wise men and sages and leaders. But wala. They will be cut off on that day, on the judgment day of God. Kaya it's really important to pray for our leaders, no? 
it's really important kasi pag nakat off yung mga leaders natin even as we that's why we pay for the the leaders of our nation we pay for the leaders of our um LGUs of a certain group no from the pinaka local asa sa pinaka national we pray for our leaders because it's really important to have those people so verse 15 for the day of the lord is upon all the nations as you have done it shall be done to you your deeds shall return to your own hand merong judgment day merong accounting time no for as you have drunk on my holy mountain so all the nations shall drink continually they shall drink and swallow and shall be as though they had never been so those who harm god's people also be eventually destroyed minsan sabihin natin um kasi kayong mga israelites sobra kayong matigas ang ulo kaya ginawa niya ng lord sa iyo Diba? Until you realize na, wait lang. Pati yung enemy na ginamit pala ng Lord, no? na to punish them will also be judged. And even tayo, no? That's why, wala eh. Hindi natin makonsider sarili natin na we're good, we're righteous, na we're from from the judgment of God. No, all of us. God's judgment to Edom was just a preview of His far judgment to all nations who refuse to bow to his sovereign. The judgment that we are seeing here sa Edom, yung judgment na nakita natin na ginawa ng Lord sa Israelites, friends, is the same judgment that will be given to all nations, to those who does not bow down to the sovereignty of God. So this judgment will be based on retributive justice. Ano yung ibig sabihin ng retribution or retributive justice? Ang ibig sabihin nito, the correspondence no, between the misdeeds and the punishment shows that the punishment is appropriate and fair and well-deserved. So kung anong ginawang crime, is the same judgment. No? Yun yung retributive justice na tinatapak. And later, ma-understand natin kung paano kung sino ang kumuha no ang nag nagcarry ng sa burden niya nag nagreceive ng wrath ng judgment ni Lord for the Christians for the chosen people of God no for the elect people of God and in here we would see the justice of God the sovereign justice of the Lord so many prophetic texts like this one view the nations as enemies of Israel's God and rebellious creatures outside of the saving covenant. So in store for them is the all the all-consuming wrath of this holy creator and judge. Tapos yung term na ginamit no as you drunk, no, it's a common biblical metaphor. It's actually experiencing God's wrath. It's likened to getting drunk on a wine that does not give joy but pain and destruction so the people of jerusalem drank the cup of god's wrath no when the babylonian attacked them at the same time no um judah as well they will be drinking the cup no of god's wrath continually and jesus um he when he was in in i don't know in the garden of gethsemane before his crucifixion yung prayer niya doon is if you can take away no this cup away this cup of suffering away from me kasi yung cup na yun it's a judgment of god it, the the judgment of the father and sinners like you and me will be drinking that cup of wrath in the judgment day that's why gusto kong i-connect yung lord supper no yung sabi ni jesus na yeah, you take this cup in remembrance of me yung yung remembrance ng Lord's Supper that Jesus Christ died, that His blood was shed at the cross, drinking the, the wrath, no, the cup of wrath of the Father. That's why as Christians, no, we are commanded to do, to reminisce this Lord's Supper, kung anong ginawa ni Christ in behalf of us. Because we're supposed to drink the cup of 
though the suffering and wrath ni Father God, pero Jesus Christ took it in our behalf. So how do we apply this truth? No, So in Romans 3, it says no one is righteous, no, not one. And we know that for the wages, no, the wages of sin is death. All of us are like Edom and any other nations. We deserve a fair and appropriate judgment. Naturally, we don't have a humble heart. <laughs> Normally, we have, naturally, we have a prideful heart. We are no better than the Edomites. Pride consumes us. It consumes our lives. We tend to be self-sufficient. We tend to be self-dependent, to be self-sustained. Hindi natin kailangan ng tulong ni God kasi kaya ko to, magaling ako. Lahat ng to, dahil sa akin. We tend to trust our own efforts and capacities. And even our connections. No? Alam niyo, sometimes pag nasa situation tayo, nauna tayong mag-call sa ibang tao sa kailangan natin that to call to God. You know, that's even a form of pride. No? Na gusto na i-exhaust mo na yung connections, human connections before having that, you know, divine connection with God. Inuuna natin yung kakayanan natin, yung sarili natin. We became gods of ourselves. And as Christians, we are not exempted for this pride. That's why it's really dangerous na sinabi natin kanina. So even we, we have studied, no? Sa Sermon on the Mount about yung lesson about hypocrisy in terms of giving to the needy. Sometimes, you know, it's sobrang pride natin to say, hmm, akong tumulong yan. No? In our prayers, we would expose ourselves so that others would see, wow, they're prayerful. In our, in our fasting, no? in our devotions to God, we're so hypocrite. No? We're so prideful. So that's why Jesus is correcting the motives and the attitudes of why we do things. We do things because it's a form of our humility before God. No? So the question there is, are we doing things for the glory of God or are we doing things for the sake of people will see us, we're religious, we're devoted, we're good, no? but you know, we're not. Because sometimes we're thinking too high of ourselves. But by God's grace and mercy, no? na patuloy tayong natututo, patuloy tayong nakinokorek ng salita ng Diyos. Or, in terms of violence, violence can be practiced now or be done both physically and emotionally or socially. No? How do we protect our brothers and sisters? How are we become brothers and sisters keepers? If we find, you know, a brother in sin, a sister um, caught in sin, are we slandering them or chinichismis natin, uh, mas lalo natin ilulog mo, or are we to approach, correct, and rebuke, and, you know, show love, and pray, and encourage, and encourage them to bring them to repentance? So, nasa sa atin kung how should we respond. No? And, yeah, we're like Edomites, we're prideful, at the same time, we should not like the Edomites na we should not do the right thing, especially as Christians, no? When we see a brother or sister in sin. And tayo din, as we commit sin, remember, there's accounting day. There's judgment day. All of us will be facing the judgment seat of Christ. That's why we have to always be reminded, no? Nasa, naintindan natin yung gospel, naisambuhay pa natin yung gospel every day. Remember this line, our pride will have its rightful judgment. Our pride has its rightful judgment. So we have seen the impending judgment no, of the Lord to the Edomites because of their pride, because of their violence not of doing the right thing or protecting God's people, the remaining exiles. Now let's discuss about the Israelites. 
Are they better than Edom? Are they really good that God gave them a promise of restoration? Right now, let's see no? about the Israelites. Verse 17, but in Mount Zion, there shall be those who escape and it shall be holy. And the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame and the house of Esau stubble. They shall burn them and consume them, and there shall be no survivor for the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. Remember sa ginamit natin kanina, as Jason, na sometimes it's better na manakawan ka kaysa sa masunugan ka. So dito mo nakita yung example na everything, no? everything that the Edomites have, it shall be burned and will consume them, and there will, shall be no survivor. And in verse 17, sa sinasabi dito na there shall be those who escape. No? Sa scripture reading natin, sa Romans 11, there shall be a remnant no, from this exile. God kept people for himself, chosen by grace. Sa question ko kanina, is the Israelites, the remaining Israelites, are better than Edomites? Are they really good that God promised them a restoration? I don't think so. God, you know, let them go back you know, to their land to possess again the land because God chose them by grace. God kept people for himself. So, dito makita natin yung continuity of the promise of the grace of God no, in sustaining his promise because he is a covenant God. Is a covenant keeper. Kung paano yun mapupoint no? to the fulfillment of everything to Christ. Because Christ is the greater Adam. Christ is the greater David. No? Christ is the greater Moses, a deliverer of people. If Moses delivered his people from Egypt, you know, God, Jesus Christ, the great deliverer. The Exodus was a picture of Jesus Christ's crucifixion and victory over death to save his people. So there is, no, um, or Mount Zion is the place where Yahweh dwelt among them and for his people. We are now studying currently Psalms 120 to Psalms 134. No? The psalmist, the, the journey, may journey among Israelites going back to the house of the Lord, going back to the Mount Zion, going back to the house of the Lord. No? So there's now a reversal of the journey. Yung Judah na nasa exile, no? yung Edomites, inapaki sila, ngayon may reverse na. Yung descendants naman ni Iso, yung mga Edomites naman yung a-attack. No? There's a reversal with their journey. So those gathered around his presence and taking refuge in him, no? in the Lord, will be delivered and no? from the coming wrath. And the reunited Israel will defeat the violent and the prideful Edo. Those of Judah who remain will be divinely empowered to consume and completely wipe out the house of Edo. So the house of Judah, and I mentioned the house of Joseph, no, they were representatives of the Abraham's descendants. So in principle, Zion's blessings were also available to Gentiles. No? So isa sa mga very important note na kinaklarify natin as we study Psalms 120 to Psalms 134. Pag binasa natin yung Jerusalem, Zion, no? um, it refers now to an application to our time, is to the church. No? Because Jesus Christ himself, he mentioned that no? sa, sa book of John, that he is the new temple. It's not anymore the temple in Jerusalem. When, he, when Jesus Christ has that conversation with the woman in uh, the, uh, the woman in the well, no, the Samaritan woman. The time will come, the hour is coming that people will worship in spirit and in truth, not by genealogy, not by geography, not lang according sa, sa genealogy na under sa Israelites, that it will be a Jewish people, or under on that certain place, geography, but it will be in spirit and in truth as long as you are in the truth, no, embodied by Christ, you can worship God. We worship God in spirit because God is spirit. No? Hindi na siya contained in a certain 
place. That's why wala nang holy place. Rather, holy people of God. So when the Messiah sets up his kingdom, the boundaries of the Davidic and Solomonic kingdoms will once again expand to include that promise to Jacob in his dream at Bethel, which reaffirms God's promises to Abraham. No? Genesis 28, yung, yung dream na yun ni Jacob no, at Bethel. Kaya ginatanawag siyang Bethel. No? So Genesis 28, which reaffirmed the promise that was given by God to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, that you will be a blessing no? to people, to, to the families in the earth. So the before Christ, no, the Old Testament Zion was a foretaste of the New Testament Zion. Hebrews 12 verse 22. But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festival, God, festi- festival gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heavens, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So, all those gathered around the new and the greater temple, yes, you know, God's people, those who repented and believe in the finished work of Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ in the flesh. Sabi nga niya sa John 2.19, Jesus answered them, no, yung sa temple when he destroys yung mga nagtitinda doon, no? He dis- sabi niya pa, destroy this temple and in three days, I will raise it up. The Jews then said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you will raise up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. No? So it's not about the geographical temple now because Jesus Christ is the new temple. Through Christ, he became the mediator. He is our way no? to the Father. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So with that, the Lord promised a restoration. No? And there's a reestablishment. Or there's you know, the kingship of Yahweh in them. Sabi sa verse 19, those of the Nijib shall possess Mount Esau, and those of the Shephelah shall possess the land of Philistines. They shall possess the land of Ephraim and the land of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. The exiles of this host of the people of Israel shall possess the land of the Canaanites as far as Zarephath, and the exiles of Jerusalem who, who are in separate shall possess the cities of the Negev. So friends, maraming, maraming tinawag na places. And this is a picture of God's mercy and restoration. And I think seeing this restoration no, sa life ng mga exile, ng mga remnants, is to humble them before God. No? They are to really go back to God, to repent before God. And it takes humility to do that. Because they are a sinful, because they are a sinful with kung gaano sila ka makasalanan tulad ng mga Edomites. No? So all of Israel including the exiles far away, will regain the full extent of the promised land. No? Both west and east of Jordan. So yung Nig, ano, Nigib or Nijib is the desert no? in the far south. Ang Mount Iso naman is in the east. So can you imagine, no? um, south to east, yung kanilang isasakupin. Ang Philistines naman are to the west, And Gilgad is also to the east, and Zarephath is a far north. So kung makita natin, it's kabuuan, no? Kabuuan ng mga ng lugar within them na kalalang ipopossess. So the promised land became an image of the new and greater promised land, which is the new creation. And that's the one thing that all of us is longing after, no? So in the new heavens and new earth, in the new Jerusalem. So God's people exiled to the farthest regions. So malalayong part, no? They will return to possess the land that had been taken from them. And in verse 21, Saviors 
shall go up to Mount Zion to rule, no? Mount Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord. It's the kingdom of the Lord, no? Yung sinasabi ng ending ng prophetic or yung vision ni Obadiah. And it's a beautiful picture. It's a picture of, you know, victory in the grace of God for His glory and for His honor and for the establishment of God's kingdom. So saviors shall go up. Those, so those saviors who are those appointed by God to deliver the people and bring just governance. So just as the Lord raised up like judges to deliver his people, so he will establish similar leaders to help rule. But, you know, seeing the story, no, until sa year of silence, may mga disobedience pa rin nangyayari sa buhay ng mga remnants no, ng, ng Israelites. But there is a Savior who is perfect and just, who came, no? When there's a voice from the wilderness, no, there's a voice coming out from the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, no? Because Christ is coming. Christ the King is coming. So the Lord has always been the King over the nations, but here the prophet promises the future, no? A definitive manifestation of God's kingly rule from Mount Zion. So the end time redemptive reign will be inaugurated by the ministry, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Kaya sinasabi nila, nasa last days na pa tayo? Of course, last days started in the time of Jesus Christ. It was inaugurated in the ministry, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. No, But the Messiah no, will be coming back again for the consummation and at His coming in glory. And we are excited for that and we don't know when so after seeing the truth no um the truth of god's restoration in israel seeing the promises fulfilled from genesis chapter 3 from the fall of adam and eve no um it is where god cursed you know the serpent to um you know from um adam and eve then to Noah, to Abraham, to Moses, to David. And here we go, the new covenant. No? Nabasa, mababasa natin yan sa book of Jeremiah. The new covenant that the Lord is giving them not, in, not will not be written in, in stones, but in the hearts of people. God will give, you know, in the new covenant, the people a heart, not, not a heart of stone, but a heart of flesh. So we have seen the grace and the mercies of God for even Judah is not righteous. You know, as they repent before God. And same with us, no? Sinners repenting before God. It points us back to whom God is. Judah were prideful as well and practicing injustices as well. No? That's why sa Habakkuk nakita natin yung cry ni Habakkuk. Because the injustices among them is really grave already. So remember this, our salvation reflects God's character. Again, our salvation reflects God's character. He is just by not letting sin go unpunished, and He is loving by choosing His own Son to suffer on our behalf. Isn't it humbling? We cannot boast, you know, anything. Wala tayo, kung may may boast tayo, grabe siguro kasalanan, no? Kasi yun yung, wala eh, wala, ta, wala talaga, no? It's, it's who God is. He's being just and being loving, gracious and merciful. Hindi lang siya loving, is also just. Hindi pwedeng, o oh, sige, patawarin ko na kayo, hayaan ko nang ginawan yung kasalanan. Kaya may tinawag ko na tayong retributive justice. Jesus Christ bore the wrath that is supposed to be worthy to be poured out to all of us. That's why the cross of Christ is a tangible expression of God's character. How do we apply this? 
There's always hope in the Lord, even in the midst of chaos, no? Even in, during this time of pandemic. Hindi natin alam hanggang kailan to, hanggang kailan tayo pwedeng limited lang, hanggang kailan na naka-online lang or virtual, no? But, yeah, I mean, I was really encouraged when Kuya Roseman just reminded me na, just remind the church, this is not the norm. Um, you know, this is temporary. Kung sabihin natin na hindi man natin maramdaman ulit sa buhay dito sa mundo na makagather tayo all together as a church, kasi we don't know until when yung pandemic na to, but the greater promise that one day we will be gathered together that He is our God and we will be His people, that He will wipe out every tears, that there will be no more mourning nor crying. No? There's hope in the new Jerusalem that we will be to gather together to reign together with Him. We might die with virus, with this COVID-19 virus, but remember, the comfort is that we will be resurrected again if we die in the Lord. Like the Israelites, we deserve judgment. Sa pride pa lang natin, sa violence natin, idolatry natin, fornication, sexual immorality, lying lips, deceptive tongues, unrighteousness, addictions, unbelief, and so on. Sobrang daming ginagawa natin kasalanan every day. But God is merciful and we can rejoice and be comforted knowing that God is truth and will always be the truth. And that truth is He remains faithful. And Jesus is coming back again. No? So how are we preparing or doing the commands of God before Jesus comes back? So tayo as Christians, we might face some injustices, some violence. How do we respond to that? Are we trusting God for that or do we retaliate? And we want to put justice in our own hands. Friends, let's put the justice in the hands of God. Because our own justice is also imperfect. Our justice is stained with sin. Our justice is stained with imperfections. The only perfect justice is from the Lord. So we, we give it to the hand of God. No? Or some of us here, we face restoration, we face reconciliation. Don't think that you're too good enough. That, that's why God restored you. No, no, no. God restored you because this is grace. No? That's why it will lead us to, to be humble. It leads us to praise Him. It leads us to, to worship Him. It, it leads us to, to display His glory, to display His grace and mercy in our lives. That's why we continue to walk in humility and give the glory to God all the time. Because gra- pride is giving ourselves the credit no, for something that God has accomplished. So did we accomplish things out of our own efforts? No. That's why, no? Um, yung vision natin to make disciples from the regions to become gospel ambassadors to the nations by His grace and always for His glory. This is not about me. It's not about anyone else. It's not about ECCM as a church. It's about God. Pride is taking the glory that belongs to God alone and keeping it for ourselves. Pride is essentially self-worship. And marami na ngayon. It's very rampant in our time. Yes, you deserve that. Ganong line. You deserve that. Kailangan mo yan. You're worthy of that. I don't think we deserve or we're worthy of anything. Anything we accomplish in this world would not have been possible if it's not God enabling and sustaining us. We, we in the church, no, wala tayo kung wala si God. Hindi na start na plant yung church kung hindi dahil kay Lord. Hindi tayo na born again hindi dahil kay God. No? Hindi tayo na asumpong nakaligtasan kung hindi dahil kay Lord. Everything comes from God and it will go stuck to God. James 4.6 But He gives grace. He gives more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, 
Be wretched and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Dalawa lang. Be humble or be humbled by God. So in our sinfulness, a Savior went to a hill called Calvary in Golgotha, outside Jerusalem. He, com- he committed no sin, yet he bore the wrath of the Holy holy God to appease our sins before a Holy Father. A humble and sinless man accused and misinterpreted by people. Curse is a man who hangs in a tree. And he became a curse for people to be given the blessing of an identity of being a child of God. What a great injustice. So far, this is the greatest and the only greatest injustice that happened in the history. He faced injustice to justify the unjust sinners before a holy and righteous father. He became the way the mediator to the Father. He humbled himself to save the proud. That's why we don't have a reason to be boastful of our salvation. Rather, it will continue to bring us to humility and ongoing repentance. Friends, we respond by repenting of our sins and believing in the perfect finished work of Christ at the cross the perfect picture of God's justice and mercy and grace and love. Jesus is the perfect example of humility. Let us pray. Our just, loving God, sovereign, faithful, covenant keeper, maraming salamat, Panginoon, sa time, na ginamit mo para sa aming lahat, even for this technology, na tuloy-tuloy, Panginoon, ang pag-treat sa mga salita. Lord, we give you glory and honor. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Lord, we ask forgiveness for our pride, for our violence. Lord, we ask forgiveness for all the sins that we have committed against you, Panginoon. And Lord, let your grace enable us through the work of the Holy Spirit to continue to humble us, Panginoon. Lord, salamat na lahat ng ito hindi po nangyayari sa buhay namin dahil wala naman po katala kaming ambag. Ang ambag lang namin, Lord, kasalanan namin, O oh Lord. So Lord, we could do to entrust you everything, yung buhay namin sa araw-araw, yung protection namin, yung provisions mo, Panginoon, sa mga pangyayalangan namin. Even sa church, Lord, as we continue to obey you with this vision to make disciples, O oh God. Lord, let your grace be um, the method. Let your grace be the way, Panginoon. And Remind us always that it's no other people na maibabalikan ng glory, Panginoon, kundi ikaw lamang, Panginoon. You deserve all the glory and you alone, O God. So Lord, we just want to give you praise. We adore you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.